Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. Voyage Through the Bible. We're on a houseboat southeast part of Arkansas in the 1920s. We have an excursion happening now. It's one that wouldn't happen often, but we're going to find our ways to the big city. We're on a trip, and the big town is Memphis, Tennessee. It's a lifetime's trip. One time, in our whole life, we will see this magic city. It's a city with restaurants and streets and buildings and churches and many things that are just eye-popping to us because we live on a houseboat in the bio in the eastern part of Arkansas. Today, we're going to be looking at victory and what a victory in our life looks like. The quest for this overview is to explain to a doubting heart what a new heart really looks like. We have in it new beginnings. Many aspects of God's dealing with the human race is past, is present, and future. In our own lives, it can be past, very present, and into the future. Father God has a plan. Jesus enacted the plan, and the Holy Ghost empowers the plan. The plan is given the opportunity for each one of us to have a promise from the Lord. All through these stories, we're going to have woven the promises of God. Our failures, God's promises working Anyway, the law was perfect, but the people were imperfect. We're talking about the Ten Commandments. There was a struggle, an unending battle between the strength of the law and the weaknesses of human flesh. Many Christians have fought this battle and are continuing to fight this battle to this day. Jeremiah 31, 31 through 33 the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people. This is a covenant that I will make with the people. After that time, declares the Lord, I will put my law in their minds and write them in their hearts, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. We have God himself living within us. We're born again and constantly giving us guidance, instruction, intuition. The ability to obey these instructions is called walking in the Spirit, and we have pictures of victory coming from it. In Ezekiel 36, 26 through 27, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you, 
I will remove from you the heart of stone and give you a heart of the flesh. I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and carefully keeping all my laws. Instead of men struggling to keep the external commandments, failing miserably, God promised a new heart that would have, we would have the desires and ability to walk in his ways. The new covenant, walking in the spirit, thus fulfills the desires and requirements of our God. In the process of learning to walk in the spirit is learning to rest. Rest in the promises, rest in what God has, a sense of rest, a sense of tranquility in the middle of a storm, a sense of good in our personal lives in the middle of the contrasting situations. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set us free from the law of sin and death. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit of life is peace. Romans 8, 13 through 16. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit, by the Holy Ghost, you will put to death the misdeeds of the body and you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit received about you gives you an adoption. You are sons, you are daughters, you are part of God's family. The Spirit himself testifies, our spirit, that we are God's children. This story is unique. It's a story that will be misunderstood by some and some will enjoy it. In my own life, I don't know what you could really think about what I'm about to say. If you can really understand the point I'm getting at, it's a little bit like Peter and all his questioning. I'm provoked a question in the Lord. What do you think, Peter, he was asked. And the Lord has me, asked me a question many times, and I gave an answer, and one of the craziest things began to happen in my life. I sensed out of my inner being the Lord laughing at me. It wasn't criticism or ridicule, but he was amused at me being such an infant in him. He was amused at the fact of what I was thinking and how I was responding to what I was thinking. I don't know if you've ever heard the Lord laugh at you. It's not a laugh of scorn. It propelled me into seeking him more. I can't explain all the reasoning behind this. I just know this is the way it is and was with me. 
He wasn't amused at my weakness, but he was amused at what was going to take place because my weaknesses were open and easily for him to see. I began to find comfort in him laughing at me. And instead of him being vindictive and harsh, he was laughing at me to encourage me to do greater than I'd ever done before. You know, many times I had foolish plans lit up by my own personal thinking. You know, the Lord enjoyed the fact that I was thinking and in the middle of all the confusion, I honestly wanted the Lord. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagethroughthebible.org.